there, single lady. I am so glad that you are here. Before we get started, I want to tell you about something new and cool that I have for you. It's a video that my husband and I have made for you. It's four ways to talk to men to get the relationship that you want. So if you would like to learn how to become more attractive to men and to not push men away without even realizing it by the words that you use in the wrong way, then you want to head on over to singleover30.net slash talk. Again, that's singleover30.net slash talk. Welcome to the Single Over 30 podcast with dating and relationship coach Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. Here's Shanna. Hey there, single lady. One of the things that has come up with the onset of online dating is long distance dating. And many singles ask the question, you know, should I long distance date or not? And they have some concerns about it. So if you're wondering, is this something I should do and what's involved in it? I want to give you four tips to help you decide if you should long distance date or not. And a bonus tip. A while back, I received a question from a single woman named Sharon who asked me, she said, hey, Shanna, I'm online dating and I don't want to move. I love my community. I love near, living near my family and friends. So can I just find somebody in my community instead of expanding my search? So Sharon isn't the only one who's asking these questions about long distance dating. It's a topic that often comes up with the women that I coach. But before I go on, let me say that I totally get it because when I was single and I was in my late 30s, I lived in Colorado and I absolutely loved it and I did not want to move. So when I tried online dating and when a friend suggested that I meet her neighbor, who lived four hours away from me, I wasn't open. So that said, here are four tips. And ironically, I ended up dating my husband long distance, which I will share a little bit more of in this podcast. But that said, here are four tips that I shared with Sharon that I hope will help you too if you are asking the question, should I long distance date? Or if you are not open to long distance dating, perhaps for the same reason that she was. So I told her, I said, hey, it's awesome that you want to live near your loved ones, but you want to remember that your husband would be your first priority. So family and friends are gifts. However, let's say that you do marry someone who lives in your community, but then you have to move because things change, right? Sometimes and you don't have a choice. And then what would happen is you would have to say goodbye to live in your family and friends. So I make this point and it's important because even before marriage, you want to start uh, nurturing the conviction that your husband is your first priority, not your family and friends. And also you want to remember that jobs can change. So when my grandfather and father-in-law were employed, a lot of people stayed at one job their entire lives. That's what happened with my grandfather, but that's totally not the case now. Now, most people change jobs and sometimes regularly. So even if you do meet someone who lives near you, there's a chance that it wouldn't stay that way. For example, my husband and I have moved three times in the almost seven years that we've been married and each move has been unexpected. But my husband comes first and we're on this journey together as a team. And that's why it's important to nurture the conviction that you will be flexible in a relationship because marriage requires flexibility. Then the other thing I would say is how badly do you really want to marry? So if you are asking the question, should I long distance date? Because I want to stay where I am and I like things how they are. 
I would ask myself, you know, how important is it for me really to meet a wonderful guy? So if you knew that you would meet a really wonderful man that lives two states away, that you could build a beautiful life together, that he would make you laugh and he'd cherish you, and that you would experience a ton of blessings that you haven't experienced before, wouldn't you want to be open? So I encourage you to ask yourself, how much do you really want to marry? So this can help you decide, how open do I want to be to long distance dating? So several of the women that I have coached in the last couple of years would undoubtedly say yes. They're so glad that they were open to long distance dating because that meant that they met their mister and they tied the knot. And one woman even lived in Australia and moved to South Texas when she said, I do. The next thing I invite you to consider is, are you anticipating obstacles? Are you anticipating obstacles that you're not sure are going to exist or not for you? So sometimes singles, we think way too far ahead in the dating process. And as a result, we get in our own way. So what I mean is, is that we can anticipate why a relationship can't or won't work out when the fact is that sometimes we don't really know. And we do this even before we have met someone. So I totally get it. I did this too. It can be a form of self-protection, but it's not helpful in being open to new relational opportunities. I always say that you're only going to get enough light for the step that you're on, and you're not going to get the questions answered that you want answered that are way far down the line. You will only get those answers when you come to them. So sometimes people say, well, I can't date long distance because I don't have the money for plane tickets. So they're saying, here's an obstacle and I'm not going to be able to overcome it. Or I can't date long distance because I can't move away from my community. Or I can't date long distance, like I said, because I don't want to move. So they start thinking about all the obstacles that could be ahead of them, or maybe things that seem like big, huge obstacles in the present. But there's a problem in that we don't know if those obstacles will be removed or not. They might not even be a thing as time passes and as they step out to pursue relationship. And any obstacles that you might be thinking about that exist or could exist in the future, those things just might melt away as you pursue a relationship. For example, when my husband and I were seeing each other, I was living in Atlanta which is really ironic because I ended up moving out of Colorado as a single. Like I did not want to leave Colorado, but I ended up moving out of Colorado as a single and he lived in Colorado. So it just so happened that after we started communicating via email and on the phone, that he started traveling to Atlanta for work. So there is absolutely no way that we could have anticipated that this would happen. And so that gave us an opportunity to develop our relationship and to get to know each other on a fairly regular basis. He would come to Atlanta, so it worked out pretty well. And not only that, but after we married and we moved to Chicago for a job that he took, we would have never known that another job change after that would lead us right back to Colorado, but into an even better location in the mountains. So you never know how things are going to unfold. So letting go of the need to control the outcome is a first step to finding your mister. So you want to keep in mind that this is how it is with all of life. You just never know how things 
things might work out. So you want to be open. Being open to possibilities while using discernment is a really, really good thing. It could mean that you experience the blessing of meeting someone special. So granted, there are sometimes circumstances that can't change, such as a court order that requires you to stay put until your child is grown. However, you still don't know how that could work out once you start living with the mantra that anything is possible. All right, I hope these tips have helped. And then one last thought. I hear single women say all the time, that they can't date long distance because it's impossible to get to know someone unless you're around them all the time that you can pop over to their home without notice or you can hang out every weekend. This simply isn't true. There are singles everywhere. There's evidence everywhere of singles who date long distance and get married. They develop healthy and happy relationships and they end up being very fulfilled in that relationship that started out long term. It is possible to get to know someone who does not live in your community. It worked for me and it's worked for many singles that I know and it can work for you. So I'm not telling you you should long distance date. I'm just saying if you have a bias against it to maybe open up your mind a little bit and think about it in a different way. All right, I hope this has been very, very helpful. And again, I wanna share about that new thing, that new video I have for you that my husband and I made called Four Ways to Talk to Men to Get the Relationship That You Want. Just head on over to singleover30.net slash talk. Again, that's singleover30.net slash talk. And as always, remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. And remember to keep it sunny. See you next time. Keep it sunny, baby. Keep it sunny, baby. Oh, keep it sunny, baby.